So let's get right to it. Hey, it's been a while. I uh, have decided uh, that taking breaks is a cool thing. And so I decided to be cool last month and I took me a break because one, I know that school starts for me and my kiddo and I will have to resume homeschooling in about a couple of weeks. So I felt like best time to take a break, pull away, recalibrate, think, gather myself. The best time was then. So here I am with another podcast joining you joining me. So hi, what's up? I wanted to talk about um, a couple of things. One, minding your business and then bullying people into doing things that you want them to do under the guise of love or any deity. Okay. God, whomever you serve, whatever you believe in. Okay. Mostly Christians do this, but I'm not going to go there um, because I'm not going to bash any particular religion. But in my experience growing up, the two things that I really didn't care for were people that decided to be judgmental, nosy, okay, manipulative, and would feel the need to approach people um, like myself and others and start off with, I'm doing this in love. I wanted to come to you. In love. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, I find that people like that don't have a life. Okay, They don't know how to mind their business. And they're miserable. Most times their place is just as dirty as quote unquote yours. They just haven't cleaned theirs. They will step over all their trash to come and help you with your trash, quote unquote, supposedly. Or I'm sorry, tell you to get rid of your trash because they ain't trying to help you do nothing. Okay. So we're going to talk about minding your business today. This is something that I had recorded a previous podcast about minding your business, but it was very heated. Um, And it was during the time that I lost my sister, my other sister. Um, And I don't know, I just I was met with a lot of emotion. And like I said, I'm recovering still. Um, it's recovering grinder, not the recovered grinder. So I'm going through stuff as I share with you. Um, sometimes you'll get a delay in what I've dealt with, and sometimes you'll get it online right then and there. But in this particular situation, I, I recorded it. I've listened to it countless times. It's so apropos. It is so timely. However, sometimes I feel like... <laughs> It'd be an edge on that bad boy. It'd just be like, whoa. You know, I don't choose violence. Not not many times I choose violence unless unless it just be in one of those moments. Um, Like people used to say, this girl is crazy. I I am a little bit thrown, just a little bit. It's not enough to to put me anywhere per se. (laughs) But, um, yeah, don't push me. So I got pushed and it was at a time where I was really like in the middle of a lot of emotion about my myself, my health, um, the state of my spirituality, the loss of my other dear sibling. And 
People decided to poke their noses in things. <laughs> there's something about the black family. And most time there's a lot, a lot of stuff. Okay. And I speak for black families because I am in one and I'm black. So if you don't, if you don't have a black family at this point, this might be something you may not be able to identify with, or maybe in your culture, you can identify with this, but either way, just take a listen. In the black family, we do a lot of tucking and rolling. Okay. Tucking in the stuff that we don't want everybody else to see and rolling the carpet right over it. Okay. Just covering it up. And for some families that works out, that's okay. It keeps a certain, you know, look about you. But one thing that, that I realize I am is real and I can't be fake. And most times you will find if you really know me, I will rather move away from a situation and be neutral or just be out of it altogether. I just can't take the drama and the mess. And if you get me into a place that I've designated for myself to be in, a place of solitude and peace and quiet, and you come over poking me, you about to get the bear coming back at you. And I was poked at by quite a few people that had not even really kept up with me over my life to be able to speak to me the way they thought they could. Somebody, whomever that person or those people were, I don't know, uh, gave them the okay. Or maybe it was just in their mind. They thought that they could step to a girl. But you know what? That was not the moment to do that. Okay? When is there really a moment? When? Because if you're minding your business, there's no reason why you should be in anyone else's. Really? Because most times, you'll find that if you're poking your nose in somebody else's business, your shit ain't fixed. That's how you can tell there's problems because you're still dealing with those. So go fix your stuff. Don't, don't step over your dirty clothes in your room to come tell me that my garage needs to be cleaned out. Because what you don't understand, I packed that stuff in a garage. I purposely put it where it is in the garage for me to go out there and tackle each box as I please, when I please. You, my dear, your clothes in your floor. Okay. You didn't purpose to put them there. You put them there because you were lazy and didn't want to handle the shit when you should have. But you want to tell me what I need to do with stuff in boxes in my garage? It's mine. Mine yours. Out my mind. Before I go into why you should mind your business, I want to just go ahead and cover this real fast, okay? I understand, this is my disclaimer, for those who just feel the pull to go and just help another fellow person that may be going through something, all right? Let me help you with something here, okay? We got person A and person B. I'm person B and I'm arguing with person A. Okay. You have no business being in the conversation between A and B unless, unless, okay, you have been invited by both parties. If A gave you a ticket, then guess what? You're on A's side. You stick on A's side. You're only able to converse with A. You are not allowed a round trip pass to talk to A and B as you please. If B has not given you a ticket, what are you doing over here? 
You ain't allowed. B has not asked to talk to you. We did not summon you on B's side. If you're on A side, then guess what? You stick on A side. A1, A2, A3. However you sit or fit in A side, you're on A, not B. Okay? So I just want to get that clear. So if ever you feel like you can talk to another party because you've been invited by one of the sides, guess what? You ain't invited to the party. You invited to just that one side. All right? All right. So... I understand that people feel like they got to help others. Maybe I can just interject. You can't. Mm -mm. No, you stay on your side, the side you pay for. I ain't give you no ticket. I didn't invite you over here. So that's that. Because I know that some people say, oh, well, you know what? Uh, You're such and such said that I could come over or you're such and such. This is my house. This is my place. This is my life. And this is my side. I didn't invite you. I did not give you a ticket again. If you have, you know, in your mind thought that you can help another side or help or whatever because you've been invited by one party, save it. Save yourself the embarrassment. Save yourself the possible ass whooping and save your life. Because some people don't have it all. Okay? Some people don't have it all. You don't really know what's going on between A and B. Because A and B might have been beefing for years. B might have done something that A didn't like and A might have done something that B didn't like. But if you only know one side of the story, it might be best that you stick to that side you paid for. You stick to the ticket that you got. Okay. All right. So let me proceed. Folks deal with traumatic situations and families all the time. Okay. Unfortunately, Life ain't perfect. You know, we go through things. We've been through a lot of stuff as people, as humans. It is the human condition for us to act out at times. We are not perfect beings. Okay. But as we're going through, we are just trying to make it through. Okay. And in my particular situation growing up, it wasn't easy. It's a lot of, a lot of mess, a lot of stuff, a lot of things that I've been through that that's happened to me in my past. And I know a lot of people that have gone through things in their past and, and, and that they've shared with me. And it ain't been easy. So for someone that hasn't even been keeping up with B, okay, that really don't know who B is, that really haven't talked to B since B was a kid or really hadn't talked to B since B, since 12, 15, 20 years ago. Or don't don't even fuck with B for that matter. Why do you feel emboldened? Why do you feel emboldened to go and talk to B? Hmm? Why? You ain't perfect. You're a human like me. You can't fix me. Whether you say you're doing it out of love or not, you're not welcome. And and some people not even spiritually aware or even emotionally aware to know when they're not really welcome. Before I would go and talk to somebody, I would probably sit to myself and say, dang, I ain't talked to such and such in a long time. I really don't even know them really, to be honest with you. I only know the idea of them because what I've heard is from other people and I've never really interacted with that person one on one. In many, in many years, 
not really much of their adult life. I don't even know if I should even be in this. Man, here's your ticket back. I don't even want your ticket, A. I'm just going to step back because I really don't know the situation. I don't know what all y'all got going on at this place, at this party. So I'm going to go ahead and step back and lay in the cut and just hope for the best between A and B. But you can't do that. You can't. Countless times I've seen it. In the workplace, people do it. In family situations, people do it. In friendships, people do it. They just feel like they can just go talk to the other person. Baby, you only know one side of the, you only know one side and you barely know that one. You only know what that person was willing to tell you. A was only really, really willing to share with you what A wanted to. How do you know that A is being accountable for the things that A's done? You don't know. You don't. There's a song my grandma used to listen to called Sweep Around Your Own Front Door Before You Try to Sweep Around Mine. Sweep Around Your Own Front Door. Hell, just keep your broom. Don't even come to my house. I know how to sweep. I got my own broom and mop. I have had it with people being judgmental, acting like they don't have their own mess. I'm tired of people telling folks what they need to do with their lives. It's really, really, really annoying. And before you decide to step in, step out, take a break, think, and shut up. Don't even move forward. Just be a spectator. That might be in your best interest because maybe you seeing how things play out might help you in your own situation. Or maybe you can just send some well wishes or some prayers quietly. Wish me well. You don't know how something ended up the way it is. You don't know what happened. And even if you did find out, it's only one side of it. And even if you think you know both sides, it's none of your business to even comment on because you're not that person. You can't take an empathetic approach because you're not me. You're not A or B. So it's best to just mind your business. Let those people work it out. Let them work it out. Because it's not even worth it. And if this is you, if it's hurting you to hear this, guess what? That's your cue. Stop it. Stop it. Because I... Sometimes people be on a last, last, last string. They last little rope at that very edge. And some of the things you might do might start something or push them over the edge. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. There are times where I have butted into situations in my past and I'm just like, oh, God, I saved myself from a lot. I'm glad I stepped away. I'm glad I, I pulled away from that. Because it ain't your business to be in. Even if, like I said, A pulled you into the situation, you don't know B's side. You don't know. Even if it's just some bull, you know, it's like, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that to nobody. You still don't need to be in it. I tr- trust me, you got enough stuff that you got to deal with on your own. We all have our fair share of things to work on. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. 
Jeez. Like I said, I'm still recovering. Every day I'm going through. And I'm going through it. You know what I'm saying? I'm still looking at myself and reviewing myself and just seeing some of the things and some of the changes that I've made, some of the things that have gotten better for me, some of the things that I'm still having to work on. But what I'm not going to do is sit and judge others from afar like I don't have anything, like my shit don't stink. I have my own skeletons in my closet and some of them I let out myself. (laughs) And if the rest of them come out, yeah, okay. You know, it's kind of like if you're taking photos with your pictures, you, I mean, photos with your pictures, photos with your, your camera phone, you probably shouldn't be taking. And then you turn around and lose your phone. True story. You lose your phone on the subway. Uh-oh. Well, if somebody happens to find them, I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> I mean, that's just life. Some things you, you do, you make decisions and you don't, You don't think about the repercussions. You don't think about the consequences of those decisions. And you pray and you ask forgiveness and you you try to get on the right side of things because cold karma don't be playing. Listen, you just be hoping and praying that you do enough good in the world. But sometimes that don't work. So I I'm want to tell you, I done done a lot of stupid shit in my life, okay? I've made a lot of bad decisions. I've made a lot of good ones, but I'm talking about the bad ones right now. I made a lot of bad decisions. And you know what? It's like you get your butt up and you move on out of it. You don't sit and wallow in it. You don't keep on repeating it. At some point, you got to say, you know what? I'm stopping this and I'm going to change myself and I'm going to be new again. The canvas don't have to be blank for you to start over. It could already have a color there. Just make a new picture. Make a new portrait. Art is art. We are art. It ain't too late to change. Never. Like I said, if this speaks to you, if it came across harshly, it's supposed to. If you're guilty, fix it. If you ain't trying to fix it, deal with the consequences and the repercussions. Because trust me, this stuff travel fast. And I always want to make sure I'm on the right side of the coin. I try my best to do right by people. And you should too. But leave folks alone when they're going through it. Leave folks alone when they look like they're fine. Leave people alone about their business because it's theirs. I take accountability for the things that I've said and I've done when it wasn't my turn to speak, when it wasn't anything that I needed to be in. I have asked for forgiveness. I have removed myself from those situations and I pray for those people from afar. But I'm not going to keep on getting myself in the middle of situations. That's nothing to stop my energy to take on anyway. I have my own. Everybody has their purpose for being here. You have your own situations that you have to handle and your own issues that you have to walk out. That's your lesson. So you don't really have time to delve in other people's lessons. Let them learn them. Take the back seat if you need to and just spectate and do that in love and pray for them 
and do that in love. And send them good vibes and do that in love. But sit your ass down somewhere in love. Because you're out of hand. Listen. Start where you are right now. Only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. I love you.